0: hi there it's podcast 60 from football Anya, your home of dutch football i'm michael statham and i'm with website founder mike bell to discuss the netherlands's recent games against germany and estonia we hope you enjoy it's a shorter podcast than usual But all the same, we're available on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Football Nation Radio. We hope you enjoy. Mike, it's been a really successful um, international break for the Netherlands, beating Germany 4-2, which was amazing. And then they followed it up as well with that routine 4-0 victory over Estonia. I just wanted to get your thoughts on what you thought of those two matches and how delighted are
1: you? I'm ecstatic. Going into an international break, two away games, one which seemed... It was going to be very very hard against Germany and Germany were definitely the favourites and then you know potential bananas skin away to, to Estonia and you know Netherlands have won both of them on both of them dominating both games and looking very good and uh, once again the key players have stepped up under Koeman and yeah it's just a very positive international break and right now everything's looking very really good for the Dutch national team and it was good to to know that if the games coming up in October and November. If Netherlands win home and away against you know, Northern Ireland, home against Estonia and away against Belarus, and, and that's it. We've topped the group and we're going to the Euro 2020. It's, uh, yes, it's been a fantastic international break, and it's good to see after a few years of you no know, pain and not getting to major tournaments that Netherlands are now you know, on the brink of getting there again. If you know they win the games that they really should do in the next two months it's uh really exciting times
0: it is exciting times and the the manner of how the dutch put the goals past germany and also how they routinely beat estonia it was really good to see how the forward players um could just create so many chances uh babel scored to memphis and Vinaldum against estonia and they're sharing the burden there's I think it's good that the Dutch don't have like this striker that they need to rely upon for the goals, and they can have this sort of fluid front three. I think Daniel Marlin's been an amazing addition to the front line. He played more as a striker against Germany when he came off the bench, but tonight, well, we're recording just after the Estonia match. He played more as a right winger, and um, Ronald Koeman's obviously told the players to utilize his pace in behind, and it opened up the Estonia back line and. They'd have won 4 0. So, uh, Marlon's an interesting option, isn't he, going forward? And you can see that him, Memphis, and Ryan Babel, who would have thought at 32, would be so important. I mean, this was Memphis's 10th assist since Ronald Koeman took over not long ago, and th- this front line just seems to be getting better and better.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, Ryan Babel's one of these players that, you know, when the fans see him still being in the squad at 32, they're wondering why he's still there but you know when he pulls on that one one sure it's the same as Memphis To get so much criticism playing for maybe the club teams but when they're playing in this national team they seem to, to come alive Memphis Depay once again playing a starting role in both games and Babel getting the job done against Germany with they assist for the the Frank de Jong goal and then two goals tonight as well And um, front line just looks so strong at the moment I know it's not got an out and out striker but just it doesn't need it i mean memphis is, is so good playing in that free role and then you've got the likes of malin coming through who is just a handful for defenses i think that i like that coming gave him a, a chance against germany when they were you know down he could have went with a more experienced Berku's, but or even clivert but he went with you know malin for his debut and it made a big difference and he got his deserved goal and he did well against estonia again and um, he's definitely uh an option again for the future and yeah just the front three worked well in both games i think coming got it right maybe not with promise in the first one i think that he was maybe the one that didn't stand out over the two games and i think he's the one that really needs to find some club form for Ajax but yeah just um i'm amazed at how good Memphis Depay is in the shirt he just keeps getting better and better and he pops up with the important goals but he also gets the important assists Um just since Cummins came over he's just been a totally different player and he's just sensational
0: I really like how he's just become so important for the team uh that he 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 loves playing for his national team and uh, it's like he can just leave the whole club form behind him and come to the national team and just perform be important and you can see that he loves it it can be a little bit selfish a little bit arrogant because he's the main striker um but the players know that how important he is and then they can all play off him but it, it's not all perfect for the Netherlands still. Um, we we can still uh, hope for better. The situation with a defender against Germany, the obviously the test against Estonia tonight, we had to wait until the 77th minute to see Estonia have their first shot. Um, such was the dominance of the Dutch and the way they kept possession. I thought Frank de Jong was excellent against Estonia. But yeah, the defensive issues against Germany, they're still letting two goals... Could have been more um what are your thoughts mike on the defense at the moment personally i think that there's an issue with the fullbacks and pace whether that's Dumfries at right back and blint at left back i think we're getting a bit exposed here aren't we
1: yeah definitely i think coming has a few decisions to make over the next few months and then especially heading into a major tournament because you know daily Blendy's excellent on the ball at times but he does get exposed by pace so against germany and yeah, Dumfries, he was a worry going into it, and um, we talked about it in previous podcasts, that the right back position is one that's you know, really up for grabs in the next few months. And Dumfries, you know, he didn't do himself justice against Germany and he was he was dropped against Estonia. And with Rick Carstorp coming through it, again at Feyenoord, you know, he needs to worry about losing his position because he wasn't good enough against Germany, It got exposed. But I think that, you know, a lot of criticism about Matthijs De Ligt and, and Frankie De Jong and the media and I think the two of them stepped up big time for Netherlands and showed that they're still top players. I think De Licht was horribly unlucky with that penalty against Germany. That was an absolute joke of a decision. He knew nothing about the ball hitting his arm and how that can be given is outrageous in such a big game. And I think, but I think that both him and Frankie De Jong were both excellent over both games. You know, De Ligt didn't get troubled really against Estonia who never really went on the attack at all. Um, a really poor team, but yeah, Franky de Jong over both games, excellent. And it just shows you that when you play him in his right position, he dominates games and yeah, he might be getting criticised in the Spanish press, but it's not his fault. It's all Barcelona's coach for playing him out of position because you just see what he does in a Nervland shirt and how good he is.
0: Yeah, and I liked how Kieran decides to play David Proper in front of back four against estonia because it meant that they could keep playing the ball they could keep moving the ball on and it also meant that Franky young could play a bit further at the pitch uh winning the ball higher at the pitch um and setting set the play uh, uh kuman has his favorites and i just wonder whether that could bite back because it's fantastic to have De Ligt and van dyke in central defense Frank is in midfield um Sillerson is obviously the goalkeeper the first choice but yeah, the fullbacks. I think right back is, as you're mentioning, a spot for grabs. You've got Veltman, Dumfries, Carstorp, maybe even Serginho Dest with a shout of it still, depending whether he can be called up from um, the grasp of the USA. Uh, but left back as well, because Patrick Melanholt's often called up but doesn't get a chance under Kuman, because he likes Blint. And David Blint has been in good form for the past year or so with Ajax, but not a left back. Um, is that a position they need to be looking at I remember seeing actually on one of our comments on YouTube on a, one of our previous podcasts someone mentioned robbing Hosens at Atalanta do you think that it's a position that needs to be looked at and I, I mean for example I don't think there's many options apart from Blint at the moment and Hosens is a a decent idea but apart from that Yetra Villems? does Van Aanholt deserve a chance because it's a position that was exposed heavily against Germany.
1: Yeah, definitely, and I think that you know, Blind, he is Cummins' favourite, and there is games that we've talked about Blind in the, the past where he's done really well. Um, yeah, his Germany got exposed a little, but in the second half he was he was good again. And I think it, his experience is going to you know hold him to this position for for a time being. But I think it is something that for me, Patrick Van Aanholt is good going forward defensively. Not so strong and um, so if you're coming up against the likes of germany you know maybe isn't the best option you might be just a bit like dumfries you might get caught out of position if he ventures too far forward uh jetra williams has not really had a great start with newcastle united so far and um, if he gets the club form back you know he could come back into the fold but robin houston's is is an interesting choice if um you no know, got looked at and um, he didn't really work out but Hussens, he said he wants to, he's interested in representing the Netherlands, and yeah, um, if he keeps up good club form, then why not, why not give him a chance? Because right now there's just a lack of options in that position, and you know, Regisiano-Haps hasn't really done the, the business for Bayern to move there from his from head, and then you've got Tyrell Malasia coming through, but he might be a couple of years away from becoming a Netherlands option at the moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, there's so many positives that we've spoken about on on this podcast, and it's really exciting to see this front line getting better and better. His uh, hoping though that the games in October this continues. Um, Northern Ireland and Belarus coming back. Just a quick look ahead to those. Um, obviously, there's another tie with Estonia as well coming up. Some winnable games, but that double header with Northern Ireland is very important. And just a little look ahead, do you you fancy the Netherlands to go and beat Northern Ireland twice? I think on
1: this form, yeah, definitely. I think that at home in October, you know, Netherlands need to win that game against Northern Ireland. and I think they will. They'll be much stronger. I don't think Northern Ireland will travel to Amsterdam and and get us out. I think they'll sit deep and try and frustrate them. Because they don't really have the players to to dominate a game against the Netherlands in in this form. They should be too strong and then away you know, against belarus you're looking at those sort of nations probably being out of the running by then and there's not much to play for except for pride whereas never know that you know two wins in october basically means that they're almost almost there and uh yeah i fancy never to win on this form all four of their games
0: yeah on this form where they destroy germany um with all, all this counter all these counter attacks and it's, the pace is frightening uh i think we can all just savour though the fact that the dutch are well on their way towards euro 2020 and another memorable win over germany where i think it's one of those where the dutch sort of kicked them off they were down
1: yeah and you know it's a historical result you know you don't get many wins in germany especially in competitive matches that's when there since you know, i think it was 2002 or 2003 and yeah, it's always great to get a win against uh, the Germans and embarrass them really because we start to finish. Netherlands were the better side. Yeah, Germany took the lead early on, but you know, Memphis had a chance before that. And then, you know, Sales made a good save before the break. But Netherlands was by far the better footballing team. And yeah, you've got to fancy that everyone's going to win this group because you have know, to finish on the same points now as Germany because they've got the better head to head winning 4 2 over there. They're going to top the group. So. Yeah, um, it's an hour of excellent performance. And, you know, props to Ronald Koeman because he got his substitutions right in that second half um, And a 1-0 down. He did it right by bringing on proper and, and Mal and, and that really changed the game in everyone's favour. And Yeah, I think yeah, all the credit needs to go to, to Koeman because I think he is doing a fantastic job so far.
0: Yeah, we, we have to stick with him and there were a few doubts about him, but the way that he brought the players on um, he bravely put put Marlin on um, against Germany and changed the formation. He hasn't done that in a while. Went from four three three to that three five two, and it worked wonders. Um, so yeah, Kuhn does deserve credit there. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining me, and we can save us some good wins for Netherlands. And there's plenty more to look forward to. I think.
1: Yeah, the great times are coming back.
0: They are indeed. If. You are listening to us um, on our platforms. Make sure you like and subscribe there. There's plenty more to come over the coming weeks. Thanks for listening.